Drops on your bars, get steady. Taking my time with it, just like Eddie. Speaking my mind with it, feel it on the levy. On the weekly court, this week's easy. Andrew connected the dots, and that's crazy. Show side, move them down, so come and see me. Feel it, red, you know that never be me. Take another look like VAR. You can listen to the Jedi, you see AR. The content must go far. You can dip on the deep, cause we raise the bar. The show side's hard. Twitter, YouTube, don't get barred. this week it's episode 126 it's the Shellside podcast doom and gloom at the lane but we've got some sunshine we've got a new member to the squad long overdue welcome jimmy how you doing i'm good i'm good andrew how you doing um yeah got it though got it you you were there today i was there you know it's the first it's the first um London Derby, the North London Derby, since I've been to at the actual stadium since the 90s, and it's just been a, it's not been a good day. You could have done without that. You could have definitely done without that. Okay, well, listen, we haven't got long. Yeah. We've come on here. It's a bit of therapy for us and hopefully some therapy for the listeners. We've, We've got to talk about it, but before we talk about it, we've got to see how spurs you are. Jimmy. Right, okay. Yeah, so some quick fire questions, because Kwabna doesn't like when I go on too long. Okay. So the first question I guess we've got to find out about you is how long have you supported Spurs? And you can edit it if you don't want to show your age or experience. No, nah, man, I'm old, right? So I've been supporting Spurs since I was about eight. Okay. Yeah. Because what it is, right, West Indian parentage, they don't have a team. Yeah, when when our parents when my parents came here, they didn't have a team, so I mm-hmm. had no natural follow on. So I had to make my own decision. So of course, yeah. from like five to five to eight, I was supporting Liverpool because they were the best team when I was young. Johnny Barnes as well, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, maybe like, hey, mate, I'm much older than you. Yeah, true. Johnny Barnes. Johnny Barnes came later. Johnny Barnes came later, right? So, but what happened is one of my best friends at primary school supported Spurs, and he says, "Look." When you grow up, you're never going to be able to see Liverpool. It's so far away. And it yeah, just made sense true. to me. It just made sense to me. And we were playing well. We were doing all right. So I said, yeah, let's, let us let me support them. The question is, is that guy your, still your friend today? Nah, man. We lost touch. Yeah, we and he's touch. probably hiding somewhere now under a rock. Yeah. Giving you that today bad advice. Today he is. Today he <laughs> is, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for him. No, no, no. <laughs> This is what happens. We all have our reasons. All right, so happened a long time ago. We can't go back. We are where we are. We are Spurs fans. Um, TTID, Tottenham Till I Die. Um, Absolutely. You've seen a few teams over the years then, a few players over the years. So I need you to give me your all-time five-a-side team. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to explain it. You just give it and people will understand you for your team. Hold on, all time five aside. 
your all time in the time that you've supported Spurs. Okay, right. So in goal, in goal, I reckon it's Clements. You know. Okay, Ray. I yeah, reckon it's okay. Clements. I reckon it's, it's not, Clements it's not Hugo. in there. Anyway, no, <laughs> we're, we're we're not talking about Hugo, man. Seriously. Um, and then in the midfield, I'm gonna go straight to the midfield. Wait, no defense. And that's no, five no, aside. We're, we're gonna go straight to the midfield because. Okay. Right, Hoddle. Okay, right? Hod, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoddle, Hoddle. I'm pressable, so he could probably play. He could probably play as my like like sweeper at the back. Anyway. He did that you know for Swindon, I mean? yeah, did, and Chelsea, yeah. and Chelsea, yeah. So, uh, Hoddle, right, definitely in there. Fair enough, yeah. Have to have Gascoigne in there. Guys are okay. Because the guys, he's, he's going to walk past two, three players without thinking about it and then dive mm-hmm. in on a bad challenge and get sent off. But, but And, and yeah. Crucius, yeah. But yeah, yeah. anyway, we moved, right. yeah. Oh, you see, I've got, I've, I've got Kane up front. Okay. I've got two more, right? One more. Oh, one more. Oh, Clements, man. Hoddle, Gascoigne in midfield. You need somebody else in midfield with Gaza. Oh, Kane up front. Looking. Kane's beautiful because he can hold the ball up. He can try yeah. and turn his defender unless he's Gabriel. And yeah. then, um, <laughs> yeah, he can lay it back for Gaza, Hoddle, or this one other player to get a shot off. So, yeah, I who are you going Bale. with? Bale, Bale, Gareth. That's a strong team. That's a good team. Might be a little turnover bit. Turnover under yeah, pressure might be a little bit defensively. It might be a little bit shocking, but... I guess oh, Bell can dovetail as a defender as well. Defender times. as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and he could make it up and back. We're talking players well, in the their old prime, Bell, right? The old Bell. We're Everyone in their, in their prime, right? So yeah, every yeah, players in their prime. Yeah. Bell, Bell had the engine in it, so yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that side. I'm it's not a bad side. side. It is. It is a championship manager side. It yep. is um, on paper side. <laughs> oh yeah, um, <laughs> but. We'll run with that. That's There's only five. There's so many Spurs players I've seen. I've, I've seen like 200 more than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> oh, Probably man. more the way we churned out players. Oh, man, Any... tell me about it. But okay, cool. No, that's good. That's good. So hit me with your favourite kit. Oh, favourite kit, Holston. Holston. Oh, give me one. Holston, give me the one. Adidas. Adidas. Holston, Adidas. 99, okay. 99 to 01. Is that the stripes down the arm? Uh, no, it's the one, it's the white one with the collar. Yeah. You know, it's got the collar and it's got the um, the square badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the square Tottenham badge mm-hmm. and just holstering across, the, across there with the piping, the blue piping. Darren Anderton. Is it Darren Anderton, Les Ferdinand? Darren Anderton, who, who Les Ferdinand. Yeah, Les Ferdinand and them boys. Okay, all right, yeah. cool. Alan Nilsson. Alan Nilsson in the cup final. Diving yeah. header. Yeah, Diving yeah, header, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's that I'm, kit. I'm I love that you. kit. I love that kit. I don't know. So, yeah, I knew it was gonna I knew it was gonna coincide with a trophy. So um <laughs> you've seen a few more than most. So um that's good. <laughs> oh, you've given us the, one of the mo- more recent or the most recent, actually. That is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, oh, two thousand and one um the Chelsea final. Yeah, oh wait, yeah. Recent. Yeah, oh wait. That was the one. Phew, I was going to say, Jesus, no, it's yeah, too long, yeah. it's too long, it's 15 years. Just, we have one in this millennium, thank just goodness. About, just about, <laughs> and we may never win again. Um, uh, uh, I know it's a bit pessimistic, but let's very, move on to very. the game today. You were there, yeah, I as was you there. said. I was there. 
yeah. did you you said you got home relatively early that was pretty good because you were on the other side of the stadium they always cut me off because I go around by the away fans oh and, right oh yeah. that must have been hellish uh, it was hellish and my son was hungry and yeah. yeah I just wanted to get home it just wasn't good but what a question I had for you before we even talk about the game yeah. So when you were you South Stand or were you South, um, yeah, part you were South. And when you walked up the stairs, did you notice any paint peeling? Uh, sorry, say it again. When you walked okay. up the stairs, did you notice any paint peeling on the walls? You see, where we come in, we're right at the bottom tier, so we don't yeah. have any we did we didn't have any wallpaper. We got yeah. we get the um we get the view of sort of like the um the spaceship. You know, this outside of the spaceship, yeah, and then it goes yeah. into the stadium. So there's no real, there's no real walls. So any of the mean. stairs, but any of the stairs, there was no. We didn't wallpaper. have to go. We went up the, the main stairs and into oh, the thing. You're there's right. no. There's, I I saw the um stuff that you put on the um, WhatsApp group, and yeah, it's a lot of um, peeling paint. It's a new stadium, brand new stadium. I walk. I thought on the way out last time. I only saw the ones at the bottom. When I was coming up today, and obviously I was making the videos, I was like, oh my God, I need to record this. And there was a lot I didn't record, because I was like, how much peeling wallpaper do people want to see? But guys, yeah. there's a lot of peeling wallpaper. The, the, the cracks are starting to appear. They're oh, starting man. to appear heavily in the game today. And we can't go into a North London derby, a must-win game, and continuously give goals away, right? The, the first goal was ridiculous, let's be honest. Honest, it was shouldn't score from that angle. You can't. Well, he didn't from score angle. from that angle. He didn't score from that angle. That's true. He wasn't even on target, was it? No. So unless you've been living under a rock, um, if you listen this Monday, you've had time to breathe, Wusa, um, probably avoid phone calls, avoid WhatsApp groups, and probably avoid people that you know are from the enemy. Um, Unless you live with them, like myself. But, oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah, wow. I know, I know. Let's not talk about yeah, it. I'm, a, I'm a one religion family, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we've we got to be diverse. you got to diversify in it in life and oh, diversity man. and all of that. So, yeah, so, I mean, we talk about the game. We lost 2-0 today. Um, must win game. We had Klazeski back, which was a boost. Uh, no Bentoncourt. No Basuma. So we went with Saar and we went with, dare I say, our strongest defensive unit? Probably not because Dyer's playing. But <laughs> we dropped Perisic for Sessegnon for his pace. Yeah, to help with that Sessegnon. went wrong. Yeah. That went wrong. Yeah. So you were in a South Stand. So how did you see that goal? Which goal? The. Oh, Talk me through the first goal. The, the first, first goal, goal was, um, yeah, from from the flight of the, from the flighted ball. The flighted ball went across, and I, I I don't I don't know what happened because there was a tackle. No, the first goal was when he went through. And when, yes, thought, the ball was clipped over the top. Yeah, over Cessignon's head. Yeah, yeah, the ball was clipped over Cessignon's head. I don't know how he wasn't offside. He clearly wasn't. He timed his run. Sessegnon got caught cold. Yeah? He he's got, got one got job cold. though, hasn't he? When he's Arsenal got one got the ball. job. His one job, he's there on the pitch to stop Saka because of his pace. Because they were thinking Saka, Perisic, not a great matchup. Saka looks like he's going to win that. With Sessegnon, he's not going to win that. That's the only reason he got in the side. 
I think. And no, hundred percent. That's the only reason he got in the side. And he let him go. He had acres of space. He used that space well. He came inside, but I thought did enough to keep him, keep him there. So you then, think he did enough? He didn't get close enough. By I thought all he. Account. I thought he did enough because he was so deep, and he didn't even try and pull it back. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no one else there. He was, was sort of like closed off, and all he did was try and knock it across the six yard box. But it was way too close to the keeper. But the keeper got in the way and knocked it in his own goal. So it wasn't even like, you know, they did cut us open because the ball over the top was lovely, got got caught, and they got in behind. But after that, I thought we should have been able to cover it. And, you know, it just hit Lloris. Lloris it hit Lloris and went in. It's, it's just so unlucky, yet still bad defending. You get what I mean? <laughs> See, I don't, I don't agree with the unlucky part because I tell you why. I tell you for why. So you've got three mistakes there for me. Yeah. I think you've got the not picking up Saka. Like yeah. that's your one job. When you had to mark Salah, we all gave you plaudits when you had him in your pocket. Right. Um, but when you've come to Mark Saka now, yeah, he's got good movement. He probably dropped deep and then spun out. But that's your one job. When they've got the ball, you've got to know where he is. Yeah. All right. He doesn't do that. He gets back, but he doesn't put pressure on the ball. He didn't get close enough, yeah. 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 And, and the reason that. that proves problematic is because it takes a deflection off of him before it hits Lloris. And if he's closer, within touching distance, yeah. he can block anything that comes across, right? And he, because he doesn't get close enough, it's able to take a deflection off of him. And then Lloris should do better. He should do better. He just needs to stand up. Yeah, that's all. And he's a keeper in not the greatest form and maybe not the greatest time of his career, but we'll come on to that. And then we can see the goal. And I think after that, what we've done there is we've put ourselves back in a sticky position of being behind again. The stadium doesn't give us much comfort, I don't think, as a team. And then you've given them, who are high on life at the minute, you've just given them a boost. They don't even have to do much to score a goal. Huge amounts of confidence. Huge amounts of confidence. And after that, we had to weather a storm. And we weren't able to weather it properly. Because no. they, they, they had the other chance. And that, that, was, that was a very good goal, I have to say. Yeah, bear in mind, Partey hit the crossbar of an absolute screamer. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that because if that went in, I would have had to leave the stadium because I wouldn't have been able... My ego couldn't take it. <laughs> you and me both. And yeah, for the, for the second goal, I mean, we never picked up Odegaard all day long. No. Right, and I think that's a failing of management. I think we've seen it time and time again this season whereby we've got outnumbered in midfield and yeah. you know Arsenal possession based side they've done it to us already this season that's what they do they maintain possession and it's all good soaking up pressure if you can soak up pressure but if you can't <laughs> as I keep on saying pressure does one of two things creates diamonds or burst pipes Yeah. and with us it's just bursting pipes yeah. right no, we've agreed. got to stop trying to do this we, we, in that midfield right they had because there was an overload Right, you got two very good players in there. You got Partey. I think three ran the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the two that I think are better. But Partey ran the show. He absolutely yeah, ran the show. 
Agreed. And when he did get pressed, all he did is just pop it to Odegaard or to Zaka. Zaka. But he always had an option. They right? always, he had, always an option. had an option. And yeah. they could, we couldn't get close enough, quick enough to put pressure on. So we we didn't even rush them. You no. know, it's the overload in the midfield all season has been an issue. A hundred percent, and it's like the stubbornness to either work with square pegs in round holes or I know best or I do this, you back me or else it's not going to work. I don't know which one of the three it really is, but it's clear that it hasn't worked and it doesn't work against a possession-based side because we cannot defend. I see no benefit of us having three central defenders. There is no benefit whatsoever, apart from we get to push our wing-backs really high at times. But if we don't have the quality to use the ball then it's a pointless exercise yeah. and we just come under pressure all the time. Absolutely. That's the thing. Um, what's to push the fullbacks really high, the wingbacks really high, right? But when the wingbacks are Doherty and Sessegnon, they're not going to cause enough damage to make that a viable option. You know, Sessegnon went through on goal today and he wasn't able to finish a chance in that kind of match. You've got to be, have the quality in those positions, if they're going to get into those positions, because he got into a really good position, but he's got to be able to finish it off. And I don't think we have the quality there to play that system, relying on them to be extra attackers when they've not been that good. Well, they don't be, they're not extra attackers and they're not extra defenders either. Yeah. That's the problem. They're just halfway <laughs> house and it doesn't work. It doesn't work with those players. Yeah, you have Pyrrhus yourselves out on defence to a degree. And often creates the overload, often is the highest player. And I think it's often the reason why Son hasn't been at his best. But Son is to blame for that. I just don't think the system has helped. But at the same time, we've said you can't have wing-backs that don't impact the game in both directions. There's no point in playing wing-backs. There's no point in having those two. Um, But he won't go away from it. And I think he won't go away from it as well because we're shocking defensively. I, I can't think of a defensive pairing that you could say hand on heart won't concede goals. Because um, yeah. if Dyer's in there, then it's going to concede. Maybe Longley Romero, maybe that's a combination of the future. I don't know. But we won't see it because he's hell-bent on playing three at the back. It, absolutely. He won't change. He's very, very stubborn. Although, what always... The thing that always puzzles me is that we play that system and in the first half of matches right we've consistently been poor yeah and with exactly the same players playing exactly the same system in the second half i don't know whether it's the opposition changing but all of them can't change i don't know whether it's us being told to push on or to do something but we always seem to play much better even if with the same personnel and the same system so is it a question of attitude and we have to be g'd up by going behind to actually push on and try and score a goal or is it that at half time he's he's such a inspirational speaker that they just come out with a newfound energy and I, I don't understand it I think it's tactical. 
I think our assistant coach in the Marseille game almost pretty much said it was a method that we use. We are second half hotspur. That is who we are under Conte. I don't understand why we only want to play in one half. I think it's very much managed the game. But there's one thing trying to manage a game and coming back against a side that doesn't really believe they should be in front. So will fall apart the moment you apply pressure, i.e. a Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, insert who else? The other teams. Yeah. There's another thing. Myriad. Myriad of teams. Yeah. It's been incredible. <laughs> but there's another thing trying to fall behind and then put in a team under pressure who actually believe they should be there and have been mentally tough all season long and have qualities in every position and had a goalkeeper today that asserted himself as the best goalkeeper in London. And I say that, and I've not been his biggest fan. I thought he was too divey, if there is such a thing for a goalkeeper. And almost like Pickford, very erratic in his mannerisms um, and approach. But today, he pulled off seven saves. He got man of the match. He made himself big. His distribution was very good, yeah. and he was pretty much everything Lloris wasn't. Yes, no, agreed, agreed. He was he was very good. Um, I got to see him close up in the second half when we were putting on all the pressure, and all the saves were very good saves. The one from Kane was excellent when he got across mm-hmm. and got his two hands to it because that was a good strike. Yeah. Um, the one from the one from Sessegnon where he should have scored. All he had to do is lift it. Yeah, he had all he had to do is lift it, but he made himself big. He came out. He knows Sessignon's not really a a a guy that strikes strikes on goal very often. So he comes out to him, he really puts the fear of God into him. You know, in a big game like that, you have that kind of chance, you know you should put it away. And he does he he does the business. You know? Yeah, and he did two in the first half, and I think he did a couple yeah. more in the there second half the as well. From, the header from Kane, right? Yeah, and the Son, and the son, son, the son turn. at 1-0. Yeah. yeah. No, it's very, very good. He made himself really big. So he was excellent. But on the other side, we obviously spoke about his... It was an own goal. I don't even need to look at Sky Sports, but that's an own goal for me. Yeah, they put um, it as an own goal. Yeah, yeah. so your goalkeeper scoring an own goal. Is worrying. He's let one slip at the Emirates earlier in the season. He fumbled one against Aston Villa. Is this a hangover from the World Cup when a lot of people got at him for not getting anywhere near the penalties and not saving the penalty for France? I think he's only ever saved one penalty for France or something like that. Is this a hangover? Um, I, I think he had a really good World Cup, to be fair. I think he had a really good World Cup. If you're looking for a goalkeeper to save penalties, it's not really... It, there's some people that can do it and then there's some people that can't. We know Lois isn't a, a, a penalty save. You know, if, if France get into a penalty, penalty shootout, they're relying on people missing the target, let's be honest. So they needed to do a Kepa? They needed Chelsea to do a Kepa. Kepa. Yeah, they, 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 they did. They should have. They should have changed it because that was the only option. You know he's not going to get near any penalties. It's like Peter Shorten in 1990. <laughs> he's not going to get near anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Okay, but then, so we're saying Lloris isn't a penalty stopper. Yeah. 
He isn't a sweeper keeper. He isn't a distributor. What is he? He's a, he's, he's a good shot stopper. He's a good um, reaction reaction keeper. Didn't prove that today. No. Look, it was a good shot in the corner. He, he, that's not a reaction one. It's too far out. I'm talking about the ones where he tips over the bar. You, you see it late and he will save those ones. He will save those ones. But the ones that are put in the corner where he has to dive, like a penalty, he's not going to get to it. It's, he can't move his weird. feet. Yeah, yeah. He can't move his feet. But Can't kick with his feet, can't move his feet, can't sweep, can't run out, can't judge distance. Yeah. Is he in decline, Jimmy? Yes, absolutely. The problem with him, right, the problem with him, right, is that he, he has a problem with the distribution, right? His distribution is erratic. And it looks like Conte wants them to play out using his distribution, which makes the whole defence jittery. And it doesn't give anyone any confidence. So the ball comes back to him. They're like, do we pass it to Lloris? Because we don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to clip it into the, for, for a throw on right on there? Or is he going to... What is he going to do with it? We, 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 the defence don't know. So I don't think they're ever settled. Yeah, 100% agree. I've seen it. I've seen it in kids' football. They're on men's football. If you got a jury keeper, it does feed through the whole team and he's yeah. supposed to be your captain and one of your most experienced players. So I've seen it. I think he is in decline. I think he's been in decline for a while. And I think we won't get one in January. But I tell you what, we need a new goalkeeper and we need him fast. And I don't yeah. I'm not we were talking about a goalkeeper to compete with Lloris. I don't think that's the case. We need a number one. We need a replacement, yeah. I, I, yeah. I would, I would, I wouldn't be buying a keeper next season to 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 compete with Luis. Luis don't play anymore. That's it, Luis. Thank you very much. You've been a fantastic servant to the club. Absolutely brilliant servant. Okay, you haven't won anything, but I don't think a lot of that is your fault. You you've you've been a great keeper in your time. I don't know. It's right, I, I, right now. See, right I have now. a problem. Sorry, I have a problem. I have a problem with Kane, Lloris, Son, and it's not their fault that they haven't won anything. I do have a problem in just that. Grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Grab the cow by its kahunas. Take us <laughs> over the line. Save those penalties. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Be the biggest player on that day. If Bell was in a cup final, yeah, and he's proven it with Real, he's proven it in the MLS. If Bell was in a cup final for Spurs, do you think we would have got over the line? Yeah, he'd probably drag us kicking and screaming. This is my kicking point. Kicking and screaming right? over that line. And Kane gets a bit of a bly, but not really, because at the end of the day, I would take 100 less goals with five more goals in finals and yeah, semis. Kane's not good in finals. He's not good. He doesn't play yeah, well but, in finals. But, but, what know. does that mean though, Jimmy? Yeah, it, Where it, do you rank someone if they can't perform in clutch situations? Man, you know that um, this, these days, these are the days of um, stats. Stats and you've had yeah. this many touches in the penalty box and all that stuff. It's like it, has its, it's has, it has its uses, but it doesn't really make a player. I hate you. I yeah, hate you. I hate you. Make a player because yeah, but, you have those intangibles that stats won't tell you. you know? Yeah, exactly. The mental fortitude to okay, 
today, I'm not going to touch the ball in the box because of this tactic. What I'm going to do to make us win is do this instead. And suddenly, your stats go all the way down, but your team wins. Yeah, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. And that's you the you most can't put thing. a plaque of stats up at the end of the season I, unless I, I, it's... Yeah, sorry. On. Sorry, and I'll tell you the honest truth. Kane is a stats man. Kane wants those records. He does. And I don't he think does. he cares how he gets them. No, he doesn't. He's claimed goals of his teammates that are not his and he and obviously he takes penalties and he's still trying to take free kicks. But that's fine. He will break the record this <laughs> season and the only record he will have left to break is Shearer's one. Shearer's so that one. will determine that when he leaves us at the end of the season, he will go to, to a, a Premier League side. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's fact. Like yeah. We know that. We know that. But before we get to the end of the season, what saves this season? Tactical changes. If we have an overloading midfield, we need to match up with them. Because if we do match up with them and we win the ball higher at the pitch, make make the other teams have to play properly without all that space in the, in the midfield and we get the ball to our players up top because they are good. They are some of the best players in the Premiership in those positions. We win games and we don't concede as much because we don't have the ball coming back at us the whole time. I think that's the that's that's the key. It's a, it's a tactical change. Maybe so we don't need any up. transfers. We always need transfers. I, I, I think where we lost momentum um, as as a club is those two. Um, I think it's two windows where we didn't buy anyone. Mm-hmm. I think we left momentum. Even if we bought a very middling player, right? It just freshens things up. A, up, up. It doesn't matter whether they make a huge impact. It just makes everyone say, oh, the club is still moving forward. I think that stagnated us. And I think it it gave a... There was a cloud over the club for a little while, like, what's going on? How come we're not buying anyone? Because no one else does it. No one. Unless you've got a ban. And oh, yeah. then you've got yeah, an that, academy yeah. that's fruitful anyway. The yeah. best academy in Europe. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And you can see where the players are coming from, and that gives it a fresher. That gives it a freshen up where they're coming into the first team, right? But yeah. to have no players coming through into the first team, you have nobody coming in. You have got the same twenty-five players. It's it's, it's 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 it sends a message, and it sends a message not just internally; it sends a message externally as well. So yeah, I think we lost a bit of momentum there. We have regained it somewhat, but it's. It doesn't seem to be enough. I think we could have been sort of like really pushing for maybe a premiership or or, or, or European title, maybe maybe not the Champions League. I think we we done we overachieved immensely. Thank yeah, you, Lucas Moura. Lucas Moura. Yeah, probably played his last game for us. I know, man. I could never have. I'd never have a bad word to say about him. Even if he plays like he's got one leg, I don't care. He's still the best player on the pitch for me because he gave me one of the best nights. I know we didn't win nothing. I know people are going to say, but we didn't win nothing. But he gave me one of the best nights as a Spurs fan. That was amazing. <laughs> and you were just going to break out into song before I actually cut you there? Yeah. Are you going to give us Champions League music? <laughs> no. No, because I don't think we're going to hear it after this season for a little while. <laughs> Unless we win it. So for me, yeah. I think... I think we do need to dip into the transfer window and get somebody. I do think this window, this squad, window, yeah, this squad, window. yeah, yeah, it's not good enough. And I, I don't think it will happen. Or I think we'll do some kind of. 
I there think, you go. We've just signed a player, probably Trossard, because of the situation. Trossard or Pora, I think we we might have a chance. I don't think we go for Pora. I think Pora's, I think they've set their drawn a line in the sand and said it's just release clause, and we're not paying forty five mil. Yeah, we're not yeah. going to do it, and that's the problem. They know they've seen us come in. They know we've got Emerson Royale. They're laughing at us, and they're saying, "Well, you want Pora, forty five mil? That's yeah. his release clause." For us, Levy's going to be like. Forty-four million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand, and they're going to go no, and he won't even go that high. But no, I'm just being sarcastic in that. the sense that he won't get there. He'll go, he'll go Trossard because Trossard's available. Um, Brighton don't want him. Yeah. I'd go Matoma. I think he's sensational. Um, I think what will happen is he will come, and he's not bad for fifth, sixth choice attacker I'm happy yeah. with that but it doesn't address the issues at hand yeah we need a and, central defender oh, do you need two I think yeah I obviously think we do but we definitely need one and we're not going to probably address the goalkeeper as we said but we need to play Spence or we need a right wing back yeah and I and I think if we could get a dogie in now get a dogie in now because Cess he looks, he looks spectacular he really does I know he's young he, but he's younger than Cess. Cess has played more games than him, but yeah. he looks more comfortable than Cess. And I think Cess, speaking to Lero earlier, Cess, and we know this, Cess will never run at 100% again. I think he's got a touch of the Bells as Bell is now, doesn't trust his body, doesn't want to get injured again, and right. will never be the same health. player. Right. Okay. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. But we touch on Bell. We haven't got long left. Bell announce his international retirement. Give me one sentence that sums up your relationship with Bell and your most favourite moment from the Gareth Bell era at Spurs. Either one. Uh, I've got Inter Milan, 4-0 down, 10 men, in zero. We should be nowhere near this game. He goes on and scores the most sensational hat-trick I've ever seen a Spurs player. And including Mora, because we had 10 men and we were already 4-0 down. The game was gone. Amazing. That's actually... I've never even thought to compare the two hat-tricks in the Champions League, actually. And Mora's was obviously more important. Yes. But Bell's was sensational. Bells was I mean Morris was pretty good yeah. as well it was forget the fact of the occasion the actual three goals were like oh thank you Lucas oh yes feet yeah, yeah. Um, but Bells was sensational for me Bell was he'll go down as probably on paper the greatest British player of all time I mean that's a statement when you got the likes of Georgie Best yeah. and, and others but it's an accolade to what he's done. I remember we talk about the 12-13 season. Is it 12-13 season? Single-handedly dragging Spurs into the Champions League and some of the goals he scored. I think my favourite of those was actually the goal he scored against Man City. The kind of lofted, looped, curled oh. effort into the... Fo- yeah. yeah. That doesn't get discussed enough. No. Um, they showed a Southampton one, which was, I think, the last game of the season. I was there. I was at Sunderland. And that West got Ham. us into it. They showed the West, the West Ham, Ham yeah. And the Norwich yeah. and the Stoke one. But, I mean, he was fantastic. 
enjoy the golf, get your handicap down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and all I'm going to say now is, Jimmy, thanks for joining. Looking no. forward to having more of you. We have an opportunity to get back in the game against City on Thursday. But yeah, no doubt Dr. Tottenham will come into play and Haaland will score his first goal of the year. Oh. You know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh. I've got one new city to shout, Teruchi in Japan. Welcome. Thank you for locking in, guys. And Mercer in Spain, actually. We've got two. Um, listen, guys, you know what to do. Pablo's not here to tell you, but you know how to follow us, how to like us, and we'll do all that good stuff podcasters tell you to do. Jimmy, thanks again. Andrew, thanks, man. It's been great. It's been great. I look forward to doing more. Great stuff, great stuff. Sorry it's in a defeat. But Lero, do me a favour, please, bro, and run that outro. I can't be without you.